What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Double Double Show. I am Kyle. And I'm Ryan. And today was a really interesting one. We kind of uh, we're getting ready to set up. It's minus 40 here in Canada for the like last couple little week or so. So we got the, the good old Timmy's going, uh, mucking up some coffees and uh, staying warm. No worries. The moose heads are nearby, though. So <laughs> I know we'll be crushing those a little bit and later here. Um, yeah, so uh, we're just pretty pumped about this uh, guest we have today because we're going to just hop right into it because he's, uh, he's a friend of ours. He uh, lives in a van um, and he just is a absolute rock star because uh, like, I mean, you're ripping around going from ski hill to ski hill. It can't get better than that. <laughs> Please welcome Jeremiah Barnett. Hey, this is where the music keys in. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? What's up, guys? It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, awesome man. to be on it's, y'all's podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, we've been really looking. I've been looking forward to this one a lot because, uh, I mean, like, obviously, uh, like, I, everything about what Delhi's doing is, like, right up my alley. It's, like, kind of like a thing where it's, like, if people in Canada would love to do this. And he's out of Colorado, for the record. So... Deadly, just because no one really knows what you're doing uh, that's watching this right now, give us a little description of uh, how your life's going down there. So I started building a van at the beginning of COVID. So March, was that like 2019 or 2020? 2020. Um, and then it took me about six months to build this lovely thing. I don't want to cause it to blur out, but I'll just turn it real quick. So we got the back and of course the skis, which are essential. And then that's have. the driver's seat up there. And you've got kitchen... Uh, all the electrical stuff is under there. You got water and then you have lights and everything. So it's actually, I thought it was pretty shitty at first. And then I started meeting people out here on the road who are living in like a Prius or they're living in a truck and they're living in, you know, the trucks that have the the beds on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Where you like set up like a raised like mattress or something in the back of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you lay down the, the top of the, the truck is like right there and they're in there with a, you know, below freezing sleeping bag and keeping their water with them so that it doesn't freeze. And they're parking in the same parking lot as me where I'm over here like in my underwear, it's 60 degrees in here, no problem. Cause I got a heater, like waxing my skis, no big deal. So yeah, I live in a van now. Yeah, yeah man, that's like, a, that's awesome. I'm, I think that's sweet. So as, soon as the border opens, I'm coming up to Canada. I've been told it's absolutely beautiful. Everything to the West. Nothing to the east, but everything to the west. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, exactly. we, we don't we don't like easterns out here. <laughs> <laughs> Except uh, obviously our moosehead is from the the eastern side. Oh of right, I mean, uh, there's one thing in the yeah, east <laughs> that you might there's a must see if you're ever touring the area. But uh, no, I definitely think the the west side, like BC, Alberta. I mean, biased obviously, um, but uh, like born and raised Alberta, right? So it's kind of one of those things where you're on vacation you commonly go to BC to go shred up those slopes. Uh, and just I just have Rebel Stoke and then the Ski Big Three, or what do you call it? Oh, we got Ski a ton. Big, yeah, we got. Well, yep. in Alberta, I think what there's the three big ones: Louise, Sunshine, and Marmot. Yeah, but if you go to BC, it's like eight hours away. Yeah, and BC's got like tons of other options oh, too, yeah. right? All throughout there, um, like they've got the Silver Star, Big White, Rebel Stoke, all kind of been Whistler. I think they're all about like all oh, yeah, within an hour away or so too. So yeah. it's good to hop in the well, distance is nothing when you live in your van that's been one of the super cool things is i, I used to hate driving long distances because it's like you gotta you gotta drive eight hours to get to this place and you're exhausted and everything but when you bring your home with you it totally changes the mindset you're not you don't have this idea of like every mile i go i have to repeat it i have to retrace my steps every mile you go you're just getting closer to the thing you want to be at and then once you get there you're super comfortable 
Uh, have I mentioned how warm and lovely and comfortable it is in here? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so just for our viewers, um, they probably have no idea how we know you. Um, you're in Colorado, obviously. So, Kyle, why don't you just oh. let them know? Oh, I can because... take this one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let Deadly, have, okay, well, Deadly go ahead. Deadly, I'm going to add in little points in case you miss any uh, of yeah. this. Uh, I'm just oh, going to say I'm, I'm a third party here. I just ride the coattails, so... I'm just here. For so, uh, you know, it's it's tough living on the road. You can't make much money. So I started this website called OnlyVans, <laughs> which, which is just pictures of myself in the nude in this van. And I hit a niche audience. And one of those people was our lovely Kyle. Here. <laughs> He's been a subscriber since day one. And, you know, eating de up de that content. De Deli, I, told, I, I told you not to tell anyone. I told you not to tell anyone. Dude, I told you not to tell anyone. God, God, man. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> that's that's a total BS one. Um, as much as I wish it was true, uh, unfortunately it's not. Um, but <laughs> how we actually met was uh, we were talking about some uh, R-rated topics over some Xbox Live, <laughs> um, and uh, I like I'm not one to meet people. Like I've never met a random person on Xbox or like any gaming system. So this was like weird. Like we but we played some games. A little Apex Legends was the game, and. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, like we, it was just a fun time. We were always joking around, and I don't think we were actually good at the game. I think it was just the fun conversations that we had during the game. Um, That's not because he's a sweaty ass player that, that <laughs> plays way too much. Nah, nah, that's, that you know, couldn't crazy. be. I was thinking about this the other day. I think you guys were the first. You and Kevin were the first ones that I talked about the van with because it was like I would work. And then I would ride to a coffee shop and I would plan and I would research and I would think, and then I'd get home after the gym and everything. And I'd just be shooting the shit and I'd be like talking to people who have no connection with my life. And therefore I can say anything. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about quitting my job and building a van. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you guys were very supportive. Oh, <laughs> I think oh. you guys whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't even pull that. We were, cause like, Hey, and other things, we both started like YouTube channels, like pretty close yeah. to each other. So like we were very supportive on that front, which was really cool. Um, because we were all like giving each other tips, even though we probably had like ten subscribers at the time and thinking we were like hot shit. Um, but uh, I still follow your tips, the scheduling. What's sir? I still follow your tips about like scheduling the content and pacing it out and everything. Yeah, and like Deadly's been growing. Like you've been getting like what a hundred subscribers like every like two weeks it seems now at this point. Like you're growing quick, man. Like you're starting to. I've I've been watching it in jealousy. Being honest, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember you telling us about when you you drove to Texas to get your van, right? Yeah, and I was like, honestly, like my opinion wasn't very high of it. I was just kind of like, I don't think I'd ever do that. Like, I think that's kind of stupid to be honest. And uh, now I'm so jealous of you, man. Like, it's kind of cool how we watched you grow from like from a young boy. Like, like it just sounded a, uh, like you were gonna get. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it sounded like you're just gonna get a van and live in it. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. But now, like, you're on YouTube. And I watch every single YouTube video you put out. And I think it's awesome. Like one day you're in Colorado skiing and then the next day you're in California surfing and you're pretty much doing whatever you want on your own timeline. Um, yeah. You're, you're yeah. essentially your own boss in every single way. Yeah. And his it's, YouTube videos are a one. I'll just say that like yeah, from, yeah, a, from beginning to editing. end, like they've just improved significantly and they are just like, every time I'm like, man, it's the next one's going to be better. Next one's gonna be yeah, better, yeah, it's and it always is. Quality content with a little bit of nudity in there too. So, so yeah, man, no, that's definitely uh, definitely <laughs> a little content, <laughs> yeah, with a little nudity. But oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot. Uh, you'll guess what I found in my grocery store. I don't know if you guys can see this. 
Oh, <laughs> nice dude. Nice dude. Psych. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The Debbie doesn't uh, also kind of has a little bit of a um, situation. The poor boy hasn't been to Canada, so hasn't uh, doesn't have access to the the moose head that we do. It's or, a luxury or, resource. You're saving you one though, right? We're saving you one. Or Tim Hortons. Or Tim Hortons. Ever... Yeah, Deli, have you ever heard of Tim Hortons or Roll Up the Rim? Yes. You guys started infringing on our borders years ago. You started <laughs> selling your damn donuts and coffee. But I don't think they're as good in America as they are in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> probably they're probably the same. <laughs> but no. no. I think they use a different oil or something in the donut when they make the donuts or something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. All I know is those maple syrups are deadly. And uh, when you come up here, you'll definitely be uh, living off of some Timmy's and Mooseheads for sure up in the, uh, the what, southern regions of Alberta and Banff, shredding the slopes. Wi-Fi, they can find me in their parking lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as there's Walmarts nearby, we're good. <laughs> so have Walmarts? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, we, only, we only have igloos up here. Yeah, we have igloos and a population of uh, 2,000 people. You so. guys have trading posts where you bring in your latest kill and trade it for yeah. some. Beaver pelt, beaver pelt, man. It's uh, how we how we stay warm in these cold times. And uh, No, I love Canadians. Canadians are good. Uh, they, yeah, they better, they bet, best believe we are. Yeah, shout out to our, like, three American followers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. One of them probably being deadly. Yeah. But. Yeah. One of them, me. One of them, me, Jeremiah. So, so where are you right now? Uh, so I'm in Colorado. Uh, I'm in right near Denver, about an hour west of Denver, in a little town called Frisco, which is right between Copper, Breckenridge, A Basin, Keystone. I could get to Winter Park from here if I wanted to, and then all the little ones like um, Loveland and all the little ones that are you know more local places. But I'm headed to. Uh, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to get back in the driver's seat. I'm going further north to Steamboat, which is pretty much the furthest ski resort in the northwest of Colorado. Yeah. And apparently they have uh, their trees are they're not pine trees. They're like uh, aspens, I think. So they're f- more spread out. The branches aren't as low and you can see your line 10 times better because it's not that evergreen uh, brush blocking the way. So you can actually choose a line and go all the way through the trees without having to stop every 10 feet or so. Cause you have no idea what's coming. So I'm, I'm so stoked and it's just starting to snow right now. And it's supposed to snow for the entire week. Um, I don't know how much it's supposed to come down, but enough where it's going to be amazing. You have that powder to shredder, eh? Oh man. I was down in Taos, uh, New Mexico recently, which is a crazy ski resort. Absolutely beautiful and totally underrated the the lifties like every single person running the lift said good morning how are you every single time we went up hey how are you have a good time be safe have a good time you know have it be safe all the that's so uncommon in my experience normally it's like half baked completely <laughs> awful people who are don't even have they like let the chair whip around and smack you in the thigh yeah not in a oh. way i so, you get clotheslined by the chair i know it's a bad feeling <laughs> so what's that pass that you were talking to me about it's like what 500 dollars, and you can go to like 28 resorts or something it's icon pass there's two different ones uh major ones the epic and the icon and they're just two ultra rich families who own different resorts and then they buy partnerships with other resorts so like a basin winter park copper and one other one near me i have uh either five days at them or unlimited access depends on where they stand so i've skied like i don't know 15 or 20 times this season and i'm not even close to uh exhausting my my skiable terrain or mountains or anything 
Wow. Nice. And you said those that pass also has a couple Canadian resorts even in it, right? Which is pretty sick. Yeah. Revelstoke, uh, the Ski Big Three, or I, they call it Ski Big Three down here, but you guys call them like three different places. Um, I think there's the well, I think three. I've, yeah, I've heard of the Ski Big Three. Like it's the Big Three in Alberta, but well, but it's minus one of them because... Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know for sure, man. I, like, cause I've I've never heard of it personally. I just know like the names of each resort pretty much, and that's how I base it. But the ski big three, like, the only one I know what's big is big white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's but yeah, no, that's like so. Th- that's kind of like the cool thing is that when you come up here, you'll be able to shred that pass as well and save a couple bucks. I mean, even though your dollar is higher than ours, anyways. So I mean kind of a yeah well i mean we're better in a lot of ways down here but we can talk about that <laughs> next episode <laughs> it's just agree to disagree on that one right now and uh move on from that i'm sorry uh, but uh yeah i know i didn't so another question i was kind of curious about delis because like obviously you started this van thing <laughs> thing um just like kind of it seemed like to us like on a whim almost obviously you probably had some thought through it and whatnot and uh with like with if you get to give any tips to people who want to start because like i feel like a lot of people like I said, in Canada, would just love to do it. And they probably just, it's not, I don't think it's as popular as of a thing here. Cause like, obviously I, I haven't heard a single person who's done it other than you. So like, if you were to give tips to someone, like what was like, what were the thoughts of like going through with it? What were like, what would you suggest to people about going on about making a van? And, uh, what, what like, obviously you're going to direct them to watch all those tutorials online, but, uh, other little hidden secrets that are not yet to be released, I guess. Well, first of all, that's so crazy because I, I know three people either building a van who've already done a van, like three of my mentors from college, old dudes, business dudes, they spent years in a van as a kid, like a skier bum living out of a van. So that's totally different down here. I guess it's way more common down here. Um, and then obviously a very easy connection with the ladies is when they just wish they could be wandering just like the <laughs> beautiful long haired wild man in his van. And then I'm able to share the information and the tips, if you know what I mean. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, first of all, I'd say be careful because if you start daydreaming about it, that it may not seem like a very uh, solid step, but it 100% is because it all started as just a daydream, just like a crazy idea that I didn't even think was worth writing down because it seemed so batshit crazy and, and like a dumb idea. And then fast forward almost less than a year and I'm sitting in the thing that I built. Um, so first of all, be, be careful. Secondly, I would say um, take your time, either thinking about it and then building it, whatever stage you're in, take your time because one, I, Ryan, you were saying how you thought I was just going to buy a van and then live in it without like building anything. That was the plan well, at first. <clears throat> Well, I assumed you'd do a little bit. Like, I didn't think you were just going to put down some memory foam in the back. But like, maybe like a two by four or something and like a cold <laughs> stove or something. Yeah. Not not like a house inside of a van. Yeah, I just didn't really know like what, like, like, like the thing is like you have your YouTube channel that you do like unreal quality work on, but that is like kind of eating up your time. So you have like a lot on the go, even though you're living in a van and say you don't have a job you're still probably what working 10 hours a day or like doing things 10 hours a day. You're not just kind of sitting there staying and and doing nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, so before van life, I was working a regular nine to five and during my nine to five, I was wondering why I was spending my life working the nine to five because it was utterly meaningless and awful and terrible except for the money. And then after my nine to five, I go to a coffee shop and I would like think of things that I could do to change my life. Think of things I could do to, 
actually start waking up in the morning and being excited rather than waking up in the morning and being like, what the fuck am I doing? This is all, you know, pointless. Um, so I was editing and I was filming and I was doing all that in my spare time. So now when I, since I don't have a job, it's like during the day I shoot in the evenings, I start editing and then all weekend I edit. So it's kind of like still having a job, but it's more fun and less soul sucking and, and deadening and terrible in every way. Something that you're passionate about. Hey, corporate about. America. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. For sure. It's definitely, um, like I, that's like, that's really cool. Like I said, like no one, no one does it here. So it's definitely, um, like would obviously our first thoughts of it was pretty much like how we camp and stuff. Like lots of people do what you're saying with the truck, with the truck bed, right? They just put a quick mattress in and, uh, crash the night there. Right. But like, and like, it's perfect. Like for here, like when you come up, like you'll see, like we literally, there's our drives between like towns, like little towns and stuff. Right. So it's like, it's a perfect. You guys have those Kings parks or whatever, Royal, Royal state parks or Royal somethings. Like what do you call Crown your Land? Or, yeah, or, Crown Land. Yeah, yeah like national we, parks and stuff. We have, like yeah, we have national and provincial parks as well. Yeah, yeah. which are just huge, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they're they're like it takes like for us to drive to one in our home province, it takes like a solid what four to five hours. Yeah, like four and a half hours, to Jasper. But I mean, there's provincial parks all over the place. Yeah, like, there's provincial a lot of parks, lakes yeah. have them and and yeah. rivers, but but they're just like mostly just campgrounds. If you want to, if you want to get anywhere nice in Alberta, you have to go to the mountains. Yeah. Like yeah. Other, otherwise, it's just land, farmland, and like the farmland's got its own like kind of, I guess, like unique look to it. But when you grow up around it, it's just yeah. you know, you, I guess you kind of take it for granted. Like you, for you, you probably snap a good picture for the gram or something with it. And but for us, we'd be like, oh, it's just the the farmland as per usual, prairies yeah. of Alberta, or or the lakes that are on it that are just absolutely disgusting. Oh, really? <laughs> Uh, uh, gross water quality yeah Some like do, yeah it, it's green not blue <laughs> <laughs> exactly a couple floating fish on top of it yeah like there's well i guess like wadman lake like there's a tanker that exploded and uh oil leaked into it so you can't eat the fish there yeah yeah but it, and i know i have cabinet pigeon and it's uh it's a little uh gets mucky some years yeah. but the years it does and it, it is nice it's a fun but, little getaway but i mean if you go to like the mountains and stuff we have some of the nicest like have you heard of lake louise it's oh dude God. it's like i'm pretty sure it's like one of the most famous picture taking spots in the world for sure yeah like a lot of tourists travel here for that but like it sounds it's like it's on my list yeah it put just, it on the it list just never gets old man like if, if you come to canada you definitely got to travel through bc and then and yeah then Alberta. Well, i'm gonna do alaska too so i'm i want to come through canada regardless of whether it's to travel around canada or to get to alaska i just don't know when they're going to be opening stuff up because you guys are so anti-american you just hate hate all us <laughs> sick weak americans <laughs> only only certain ones i'm just joking <laughs> but though i yeah i don't know it's it's like we're uh we're pretty locked down right now and it's uh, actually brings like a good point like right now for covid and stuff like canada's i think borders are shutting down like to be more strict and whatnot but like that's the other cool thing like for you have you noticed this like being a really good like covid project as well like because those oh, people like you have to spend a lot of time like in a restricted group here and i mean what better way to do it than spending some time with yourself in a van but like you could add on to that maybe i guess yeah, it's, um, I mean, there are a lot of downsides. Uh, there's public gyms are closed, which was used to be like the way you would get a regular shower was you'd have a, a 24 hour fitness or an anytime fitness uh, membership or a, a planet fitness membership. And then you would go in, you know, once or twice a week, wherever you could find a place. But now those are all closed. 
a lot of um, campgrounds are closed because they're run by the state or um, or counties, and the counties are like, we don't want to put our workers in danger, so we close those. Um, so there's a lot of shitty things, but I think it's easy for me to complain because I don't have to sit in a house in quarantine, in lockdown, because this is my house. So my perspective has been totally different from people who've been not left their apartments in months other than to get groceries, and they're like in a city and they're stacked onto on top of each other, and they're getting depressed and all that stuff. I just get depressed, but in a van. So it's amazing. <laughs> and uh, the, I guess with that too, is that like, do you think like, are you like extra happy that you decided to do it like during this time? Like, do you think it just like the stars aligned perfectly? Like, you know, really the, the flow was growing out. The, you know, the, uh, the YouTube channel was taken off and boom, you know, you had the workshop means to get the van going and you're like, you know, just living the life of luxury now. And that's not to say back to your point about uh, giving tips. It's not like I uh, wasn't making decisions for a long time preceding this period of life that enabled me to be able to do this. Like I, I knew I didn't want to live in a city and work for the rest of my life. So I was saving almost every bit of my money because I knew I wanted to do something with it. Um, and I was always like, you know, looking for ways to spend less there, spend less there, which then amounted to when I finally decided, hey, what if I built, I originally was going to build out an FJ cruiser. You guys know what an FJ cruiser is? Yeah. Um, so I was going to build out an FJ cruiser, but I'm six foot. So it wouldn't have really worked because it, unless I did a pop-up on the top. And then from there I thought, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, why don't I just go all in? I'll do like a land cruiser. And then from there I was like, why don't I just do a van? So it, once it got to the point of actually doing a van, I was in a position where I had worked for two years for the same company and saved every bit of money. Uh, I knew that I didn't want to stay with that company. So I wasn't putting a career in jeopardy because I didn't want to continue to work for those people. And I had enough money where I could start uh, this project and then make decisions based on how much money I could keep coming in and how much I had in savings. So, and then once the only van stuff took off, I mean, now I'm <laughs> Mia, Maya Khalifa, Mia Khalifa, basically in a van. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, a little bit more majestic flow as added. Um, you know, that brings up a very interesting point too, Deadly, is like, um, so... Stop calling him Deadly. I'm sorry, I call him Deadly for the record because that's his, like, game tag. His name's Jeremiah. I'm just so used to, like, it's like <laughs> nicknames. So I'm so sorry about that. Jeremiah. Ryan so much. <laughs> I, I, I keep on screwing up. So Jeremiah, um, the, um, the other question I have is, you know, um, how many Walmart parking lots have you handed candy out at? Oh, I've never <laughs> handed candy out before, but I mean, I guess that means, like, chill or something is that a canadian thing no it just means like if there's like are you like pulling the the <laughs> it's more I don't like use, are you, you phrase candy out in a big white van around neighborhoods and children and stuff that's not what we do <laughs> when you're out of a van all right so those cabinets do not have candy currently in them is what you're telling me they have candy but for jeremiah only jeremiah okay. candy okay yeah, yeah. just had to double check because I, I feel like it's uh you know uh, I would be a little skeptical if I saw some some random guy come out of his van, you know, uh, in a Walmart parking lot. But uh. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of brings me to one of my questions. So, in your YouTube channel, a lot like a big theme in it is where you sleep at night. I know it's like almost in every video. Um, is it like because I know you stay in Walmart parking lots a lot? But if you're say on like the side of the road and like you've camped in places where you know you shouldn't be, right? Is it mm -hmm. sketchy, like, going to sleep and it's, like, kind of in your mind, like, who's going to oh. knock on my door? Like, that seems kind of scary in a way. It's I'm not so scared of, like, a crazy person um, because that's not what's directly on my mind because that seems like, uh, statistically speaking, that's way lower on the 
yeah. uh, things that could happen. But a cop knocking on the door is like a thousand percent likely. Uh, one, because I already have gotten a ticket. Someone woke me up. I got up in my underwear and opened the door. And this lady cop was like, hi, I'm going to give you a ticket for sleeping here. <laughs> I was like, why? And she said, we, we have to keep this area pristine. Were you ever like, I, we can make some other arrangements? <laughs> show you my website, wink, wink. Anyway, um, to answer uh, Kyle's question, I sleep in a ton of Walmart parking lots right now because uh, because I'm skiing and because everything's covered in snow. All those little sketchy places that you're talking about, Ryan, are covered in snow. So I can't park there. And I'm only two-wheel drive, and I weigh like 6,500 pounds, so ridiculous amount. Um, so Walmarts are just like a, a godsend. I love capitalism so much. Walmarts are amazing. <laughs> um, but when I do sleep in those sketchy places, like there's a place in in Big Bear. You know Big Bear, the ski resort? Have yeah. you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Big Bear, there's two mountains, and there's no Walmart within like 100 miles. There's no campgrounds because they're all closed. There's no pull-offs there's nothing because it's this tiny town in top on top of the mountains and i searched for like an hour on google maps looking for google earth looking like where's a little turnoff where's a place i could hide where's a place i could slip in and finally i found this place and because you have a canadian audience i'll share it because odds are you guys won't won't get me kicked out of it next time <laughs> I'm there. but if you go through the neighborhoods of the people who work at the mountain it's literally like five minutes from the from the lift you go up in the top and there's a trailhead with a little tiny parking lot. And I parked there. I went to bed. And in the morning, every single person from the neighborhood was going hiking. So all morning from like 6.30 a.m. till 8 when I got up, people were like coming by and like looking in the windows. And so there's super sketchy places you can park that are worth it because you're five minutes away from your ski resort. And then there's Walmart parking lots where you just can you can be totally safe and know that you're totally fine. So yeah, like that's, that's pretty cool and stuff, right? Cause there's obviously some very uh, unique experiences there and uh, definitely uh, putting a little bit of stress on your shoulders, trying to find those spots. But that kind of also brings up another question is like, what would you like? I feel like when everyone kind of watches like your YouTube videos, there's a lot of like glam in them. And like, obviously you are living like a lot of those moments. Right. But like, what would you say are like some of the like biggest, like highlights and biggest drawbacks of living in like the van, like living in the van because, uh, like when I watch it, I'm just like, man, this guy is just, he has nothing bad in his life other than that ticket the police officer gave you on camera or whatever it was. But yeah. everything else, I'm like, man, this guy's living the life, right? So lots of viewers probably don't get to see the uh, negative side. So like what, what, what are like, you know, those two elements, I guess. Yeah, I guess one of them, just too much sex, man. Just <laughs> too much. <laughs> the van is just this, I, I got to lock the doors at night just to keep him from coming in, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, so I was thinking about this. Uh, I think about it quite often because we'll start with the drawbacks. One of the things, a couple of the things you don't really realize are important until you don't have them. Fucking level things. <laughs> Houses are level. Like your countertop is level. Your bed is level. Your shower is level. Your sink is level. That's not the case in the real world. You you park and you get in bed. The first couple of weeks, I couldn't figure out like why I wasn't sleeping well. It's because even just a tiny bit of a slant in the wrong direction and your head is you know dangling off one direction or you're sliding out of your bed. So level things like cooking on my stovetop. I oftentimes will set something on the stovetop and I'll think I'm level. <laughs> and I'll come back and it'll have slid. It'll have slid off the burner because I'm not level. So level ground which is the most ridiculous thing. Nobody has ever said I'm grateful for level ground until I did. <laughs> but, <laughs> Direct quote from uh, Jeremiah Barnett. <laughs> thankful for level ground. Uh, another one is, and it seems uh, like another thing easily taken for granted, 
places to put things that you don't have to move them constantly. Because in here, the where you are right now on my laptop, this might be where I am charging my drone, my camera, where I'm editing, where I'm dumping photos, where I need to unpack my backpack, where my ski equipment might need to sit. So it means I have to have these multi-use spaces, which means taking everything off and putting it away. So like making sure everything gets put away after it gets used, rather than just being able to leave my toothbrush out. Like I can't even leave my toothbrush out. I have to put it away every single time I use it. Um, dishwasher. Oh my God, I miss I miss dishwashers <laughs> so much. And big sinks where you don't have to wash the dishes. You just throw all the dishes in there. Just super simple things like that are uh, huge pains once you're in here. Um, I even noticed you have to pump pockets. your own water too, isn't it? You have to like foot yeah, pump. I, 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 I foot pump it with one foot. So I like hump the sink and it pumps the water out. Check out the YouTube for me humping the sink. Would you say one leg is at this point stronger than the other? I mean, you know, yes, but uh, it kind of evens out with the different strengths of the arms. You know? <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, so then what would be like the number one, like positives? Like, I mean, obviously, yeah, like I just like we've covered other, like skiing and surfing kind of elements, but like what other like hidden positives of like the van life? I would say uh, like a little bit more abstractly because there's obvious ones like I can be at the base of the ski resort with my my house. You know, I'm not paying $500 for an Airbnb. I'm not, you know, kind of upset because I have to take the rental car back to the airport before getting that, you know, all those different, all that stuff. But uh, a more abstract one is you have this feeling of uh, like not a single day is wasted uh, even the shitty days are kind of tangentially related to the good days. Like there are days I'm sitting in a Walmart parking lot editing footage for 12 hours and I have a backache and the van smells awful because a human body is in here. And like, I'm sick and tired of not having hot water and all that different stuff. But then realizing that you, the alternative is to sit still in one place, like to either work at the same desk or the same place every day and then go home to the same place, which has its own comfort. But when you are tired of that and you need something different, living out of a van is crazy because of how open the world becomes. Like everything is just accessible and everything is possible. And it makes your life feel like so much is happening and, and growing and like you're moving so much uh, as opposed to kind of feeling stale uh, in a regular life. So for all of you people not living in a van, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So yeah. Ryan press now. <laughs> <laughs> so um do you have any big plans coming up with like say your YouTube channel or just like your life in general? What's the inside scoop? Yeah. What's the uh Let the double know. double of uh, viewers gonna get an early access to a little tidbit maybe? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a big hike in a month or so. So I'm 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 using my icon pass, going to all these ski resorts, and then I'm doing a giant loop. So I'm in Colorado and then I'm going steamboat. Salt Lake City, Big Sky, Montana, which is fucking crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen the trail map. It's like half the mountain is triple blacks, which is crazy. And then you do uh, Oregon and Washington. And then I'm going to go down the coast of California, down to San Diego and surf a bunch. But on the coast of California, there's this trail called the Lost Coast Trail, which I've always wanted to hike. But you have to plan it uh, around tides because part of, the, part of the trail is on the ocean and the water washes over the trail. So you have to like time it between when low tide and high tide so that you can make it through. Uh, so I'm super, super stoked about that for the channel. Uh, just keep pumping out videos of me without clothes on, washing my body <laughs> in the van. 
until I become famous. <laughs> Once again, bands only. Yeah, I saw on your oh, last. Bands. Was it your last video? You had a little sponge bath there with the. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude looks like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my favorite one was when I saw on Instagram. It was like POV. You're, <laughs> you're in the parking lot, oh, yeah. and, and the crazy <laughs> yeah. surfer dude is getting ready or whatever. I was like, holy fuck, this is turning into a porno. <laughs> I mean, no one's complaining yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know he's he's getting good feedback for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely uh like like we said, we're pumped to see whatever is getting cranked out. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I know that uh, um, we uh, I don't even know where I'm one thinking of right now. I got a I got a thought and I just <laughs> like blanked out. I just that. blanked out completely. I'm like I I don't know what I was thinking there for a second. It happens quite commonly. I'm like, oh yeah, I got a question coming up. I got a really good one, a banger, and then it's like, oh, where where'd it go? I'm lost, but. Um, okay, well, I'll hop in here. Yeah. <laughs> let me re- recover myself, recoup, have another sip of Moosehead, and I'll let Ryan take it over. What, uh, um, fuck, what was I going to say? <laughs> yeah, see, now we're just lost, just like sipping the, sipping the Mooseheads and getting going, but yeah, no, okay, so what, um, I guess here's, uh, the good one too, is like, what platforms, like, do you post on a lot? Because we watch, I watch all of your videos on, like, YouTube and stuff, and, uh, what would you say is, um, like, your number one platforms that you... I'll provide all this dope ass content on. So I've, st- I used to do everything on Instagram and, um, YouTube, like the same things, but that started getting too much, too complicated. Cause I don't have very good internet while I'm out here either. So uploading that much stuff to two different places was just too much. So now I do, uh, like 30 second snippets from every video are on Instagram along with the crazy pictures from the drone and all that different stuff. And then all the nudity is on YouTube. So <laughs> so take your pick what you're interested in. But the full videos are all on YouTube. Uh, and the two a week are like travel, hiking, skiing, surfing, those type of things. And then one a week is uh, like this Friday's is um, eight reasons why you'll hate van life. And talking about like really honest stuff. Like the fact that I use laundromats and public restrooms, which most people never think uh, are a huge part of their life. And then you move into a van and you have to be at a laundromat at least once a week or twice a week, or excuse me, once a week or, or uh, once every other week or whatever your cadence is. But then uh, public restrooms, unless you have a fancy ass bathroom in your van, which I don't I have a bucket with a seat over it in underneath where I sleep right there. <laughs> um, unless you have some fancy ass bathroom, you're going to be using a public restroom every single day. Or unless you have some crazy constipation that you're like, you know, holding it out or something. But other than that, you're in Walmart restrooms and Starbucks restrooms and Tim Horton restrooms and just looking for a chance to get COVID through some fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, and then, so with that too, is I guess like uh, when you like also started up for lots of people, it's a big thing to become a content creator right now. Um, and with yours, it was kind of like you started off one YouTube channel where you're kind of doing posts of what, whatever you kind of felt was um, what, on your mind. And now you kind of hit more of a, uh, a specific market or a specific like genre with the van builds. And uh, what did you find was like the biggest, like even hurdles with that? Because obviously like you, you, you started off like growing at a slower pace and then immediately just took off. Like it just, it just some like a couple of your videos just hit, with certain people and we even know one of one person we know actually just randomly came across your videos which is the funniest thing because yeah we were like oh yeah like oh how does everyone know how do you guys know uh jeremiah and we're like oh from uh from gaming makes these band videos and the person was like 
oh, he's like, I've seen these videos. I've seen this guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like Duster with the long hair sitting in the back of his van doing a couple pull-ups with his little rings in the back of his uh, of his whip. That must have <laughs> felt really good hearing that, eh? That, it was like, your content. Yeah. I'm still confused how that, like, how algorithmically that works. Yeah, some some random Canadians are know, known by name. Um, but yeah, so like what we, what was like the, the turning point for that? Like at what point did you realize that you're able to like switch from like your nine to five job, like you were saying to like living in a van, like what was the realization? You're like, this is working. I'm loving this. And pretty much you're doing it for the next little bit. If not for the rest of your life, who knows what you're going to be doing? Uh, obviously great things, but like when, when was that point? Um, that's a good question. So first of all, it's, I would say it's not a uh done deal it's not like i've figured it out and now it's all like smooth sailing from here i would say it's this this thought process i go through pretty often where i go you know i'd rather have a hundred thousand followers than a thousand followers obviously so there's always that question in your mind if you have a hundred followers 500 followers a thousand followers i don't think it ever ends as far as i want more attention for the things that i'm pouring myself into um so that part conversation is constantly happening like why aren't more people enjoying it you know i put if I put 20 hours into a video, I basically work like 60 hours a week to make three videos a week. Um, and I, you have to like figure shit out. That's fun to film too. I can't just be, you know, jerking off in the van. Although that, <laughs> that might be the audience too. I should look into that copyrighted, <laughs> put that on the side table. Anyway, uh, I would say when I realized that you can spend your life kind of wanting safety and security and, comfort and the lack of change and the lack of scary things or pain or any of that stuff. And you can find a perfectly happy place and a good place. And I was in that place. I had a really good job. I loved riding my motorcycle every single day. It was like, you know, Tinder game was good. The gym was good. Like everything was good, but nothing was happening. I just was surviving. And I kept imagining what my life would be like in 15 years if I kept doing this thing. And then also what 15 years from now me would think about I spent time and I could not imagine a future me that was happy with just doing well, you know, like yeah. just having a good savings account and a good 401k and all that stuff. Get rich or so die trying. Started, say what? <laughs> Get rich or die trying. <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm gonna die trying something else. I think that's the that's the case in point right I, there. I, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm, when I mean that, I mean like um even like it doesn't not even a money thing. Like the factor is I think is really cool is like you're kind of a living proof of people who've like like you, I've always said this like humans are a species of like comfort, right? And you're like mm -hmm. the example of like what it like. Okay, I like worked and I realized I didn't want to do this. I took the risk. It's so far, it's working good for you, right? And I, like, obviously, life's full of roller. It's a roller coaster, so it's full of ups and downs. And you don't know where, you, where you'll be the next day. But like, I just know, like, everyone's like, "Oh, I want to do this or I want to do that," but they never actually go through with it, right? Like, you went from start to finish to making a van. Like, how many people actually do that, right? Like, lots of people are like, "I want to start," then they get the van and it sits there for three years, right? And then they don't end up doing anything, and then it just rusts away. They sell it, and like the coolest thing is that you actually were one of the people who've done that. And it's like everyone that we've talked to that, that knows you, we, it's noticeable that you're like having a good time. Like your experiences, you have stories out of it. You have um, just stuff like, that, like things that you can't get from just working nine to five, like you're saying, right? So unique STDs. <laughs> That's how I feel about you guys in the podcast, like you and your YouTube channel, but then also this podcast, I was so stoked when you guys said you were going to do this. Cause this is another perfect example of, 
people say they're going to do it. People say they're going to get the lights and the mics and the headphones and the beer and the sponsorship. Sponsorship is coming, guys. Yeah, that's the one goal. We hope so. <laughs> it better. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like I can agree with that because this is definitely out of my comfort zone. Like I was uh, like pretty much during COVID, like I didn't work. Like both my jobs aren't COVID friendly. So I was doing nothing. And, you know, but the thing was I was comfortable doing nothing. And I feel like this is something that's just like outside the box that me and Kyle were just like, fuck it. We're going to yeah. try it. And um, yeah, we're having a blast doing it. Like, um, yeah, we were kind of rusty at some moments. Like we forget yeah, the questions like, we're going to ask and we kind of fuck up. But Yeah, and we're not, we're not perfect, you know, like my name. We're, uh, <laughs> we're just kind of like, we don't really know what we're doing. You know, we're just kind of working out the kinks and, you know, we learned a lot from our first episode and we think our second one was better. And, and, uh, hopefully this one turns out, I think this one will turn out even better. Yeah. I just think each one we do. Right. And the issue is like, if you don't do it, you're never going to get better. Right. So like for some of our other ones, like when we started off, right, like our, our guests have been amazing so far. And it's just that idea that like, we need to get to that level because we've never done this. We're nervous. Kind of that whole idea. Like I, like, I think it's very important to, to step outside of your comfort zone and improve on something while you, while you have that time as an asset. Right. So yeah. It's super important to remember that you've got to make something shitty before you make the thing that is you're, you could be proud of. Like I haven't met anyone who just nails it the first time. Yeah, um, being willing to make the shitty thing to clear the way for the good thing is super useful. Yeah, like, like that's like another thing too is like you just learn so much doing the podcast. Like every episode I've we filmed so far, I've learned stuff for sure. And yeah. Kyle is like really strong on editing and and doing all the computer stuff so that's like what i'm trying to learn because i've never well i mean like i'm not i don't think i'm shit at computers but i'm definitely not up to kyle's level and and i'm not even that good <laughs> and, and that actually bring me into my last question was uh a lot of people don't realize how much time you actually spend on a video and i didn't either because i was asking you this a lot i remember um it got up brought up a few times um like you'll spend like an hour looking just for a song yet alone yeah. like not even it. a song for the whole thing, like a song yeah. for 30 seconds. Like yeah. Creating the idea, filming it, cutting it up, getting the songs, figuring out like what you're going to put in it, and then having the final video. Like it's, I, th I think that's definitely something that's missed on, on when people look at a video. And the crazy thing is like a lot of these YouTubers, they have like, say if you're talking about like someone famous, like Jake Paul or Logan Paul, they have a filmer and an editor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and they're literally just there for the content. Like they don't actually do any of the work. Like they work to that point to be able to do that. Yeah. But they just don't do lots of the, the stuff that you actually see. They just do the the actions within the, like that's in front of the camera and all the back stuff's done by some person you don't know about. Yeah. And it's it's like a lot of work. So like, I just wanted you to touch on that. Like just kind of explain that, um, you know, how much work actually gets put into these videos. Like you got to be pretty passionate to be able to put 20 hours into a video, right? Yeah. You were saying that you did like, you spend like 60 hours a week on a video, right? And it's just you, you're a one man show. So like, what would be like the, sh even like with that, like the shortest video, like you've ever, like the shortest amount of time you spent on a video, like the, and all those oh, things. Right? Of time. Uh, it's several hours per video, no matter how short it is. Um, like there's one coming out on, monday next monday i think it's only two minutes long and it was a little easier to make just because it's more straightforward and it's kind of like a compilation of all my best drone shots and stuff it's absolutely freaking beautiful um but that still took me two or three hours because i started out with you know three hours of drone footage and no idea what i wanted to do 
And so then I created something and I was like, this is shit. I don't like this. And I created something else. And then I started honing it down into what I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, I think probably 10 to 15 hours on average for a 15, 10 to 15 minute video. So an hour a minute, uh, basically. And that's pretty normal for me at least, but I'm a, I'm a pretty, like I'll, I'll go, if there's 24 frames in a second in your editing software, I will edit according to one frame. Like I will, I will change something by one frame, a 24th of a second, because it feels better than the opposite. So a gap between something I'm saying or a gap between when I stop speaking and that transitions or something, I can feel inside me if something is one frame or two frames too long and I'll cut it and then I'll change it and it feels better just yeah. a tiny little bit. Yeah, like I totally get that too. It's like, it's sometimes the things that you fix are things that even only bother you and other people wouldn't notice, but you can't, yeah. you can't put it out unless yeah. you're happy with it, right? Or somewhat happy with it. So I totally get that. Like some things are like, you're like, I can't tell the difference. So you're like, what? You don't get that 124th difference in this video? Like what the <laughs> hell's wrong with you, you sick? Like, I don't think your eyes even see that much of a difference. It's like all in your head, but I do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to encourage everybody that's watching right now to go check out your YouTube channel. Cause yeah, it's, it's professionally done. Like you put a lot of work into it and it shows man, like it is, it is top notch quality and, uh, and it's only getting better. It's, it's only, only getting, getting better. better. Yeah. Which I, you know, trust me, I didn't think was possible, but I, I, you know. <laughs> so, so, so tell me what happens when you get a lady friend <laughs> when they move in the van with me Yeah, <laughs> um, and I get famous because it's going to be ass shots at the beach and ass shots with the mountains in the background and ass shots while, while showering. It is so unfair. So quick <laughs> side tangent, I'll spend 60 hours a week working on these videos and I have a thousand followers or something. And I like have to work my ass off to get people to follow. Um, and sometimes literally work my ass off. And then there's somebody that has, they don't, they don't edit at all. Like literally when you push the camera button and then you turn the camera around to them, when you turn it off, they leave all that in and not in an artistic fun way. And they don't do music and they don't do any of that stuff. hundred thousand followers. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I get the lady friend, I probably will need you guys to set up appointments if you want to talk to me. Because I'll be there. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And Deadly, with that in mind, where can people find you at? Like, uh, so, I know I we're promoting this. We want we want you to succeed in your journey. What what uh, platforms and what uh, names or tags can people find you under? Instagram and YouTube. Uh, so Instagram is Jeremiah Luke Barnett. One word. None of that like special, you know, underscore. None of that. Just Jeremiah Luke Barnett. And then YouTube is Jeremiah Luke. And you'll see my beautiful face smiling and click on the first video and you'll see some baby wipe action and it'll be amazing. I think, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say, if you look up van life, I think it also comes up on YouTube too. Yeah, if you do Jeremiah Luke and then anything associated with a van, like van life, van build, van conversion, anything. And you have a link on your Instagram to your YouTube, right? Yeah, I think it yeah. goes to the main profile. So if you find Jeremiah Luke Barnett on Instagram, the bio will lead you to the YouTube. Yeah. And, and yeah, we'll tag you on, on the uh, Instagram post when we put it out for sure. So yeah. Is and the premium snap going to be included or is that the what? The premium, premium snap. snap. <laughs> hey man, that's uh, only if it's in your bio, then, then, it, then it will be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with that said, like I, once again, guys like show deadly some, or Jeremiah some love. Um, definitely like living proof of uh, what, uh, getting out of your comfort zone and doing something really, really cool. 
Um, Deadly, we look forward to, because we want to have Deadly on, or sorry, Jeremiah, I always say Deadly, god damn. Um, Jer- Jeremiah, we're going to have him on later when he can come up to Canada after COVID It's and see hear about all of his crazy stories of places he's been and how they are absolute trash compared to us up here in Canada. But um, yeah, no, definitely. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, we really appreciate it. And my absolute pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. You're welcome. And yeah, thank you everybody that tuned in. Um, this is the third episode. We're excited to crank out some more. Yeah. Once again, if you like this and, or you want to see anything else, just let us know. Cause we are open to whatever. And, uh, again, you can follow us on Instagram at the double double show on YouTube at the double double show. And then we have our link tree for every other site that we're on. So. Yeah. So take a look at that. Give us some love and, uh, yeah, guys take it easy. Peace. Peace.